0: Never.
1: what is up my fellow addicts ralph sutton the sdr show this week comedian todd barry comes directly into the gas digital studios james madden is my co-host and if you're a fan of todd you could have heard this five days ago commercial free at gasdigital.com. use the code sdr you are going to get a uh, 20 off a seven-day free trial and uh, really that's all that matters is that you're listening and you're sharing the love of the SDR Show. Here it is right now, the Todd Berry episode of the aforementioned SDR Show. This is
0: the intro to the shit show. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. This is a hit show. Show me a ditch show. Please, someone walk the hole. It's weed, I beat, it's hookers and blow. It's
1: art, it's art, you need to know. The SDR Show. Let's go! It is the SDR Show, sex, drugs, and rock and roll show. Never in my life have I watched a guest listen to the lyrics so intently as our guest did today? You yeah. were really focused on that.
2: Yeah, I think I get the gist.
1: Yes. <laughs> and did not want to look at the, uh, the uh, you didn't look at the graphic. video I didn't even know. I it no. was a video. I think, oh, okay. knew, I think he knew he'd want to. Maybe yeah. take a it step was, to It was the very door. like, yeah. I think when it said, uh, the Show Me Your Tits show, mm-hmm. I saw Todd go like this. Uh-huh. I know. Okay. Yeah. And these better, mics you got to get super close to, up. sir. I'm sorry. I better button up. Please. Button up, button down, Todd. Live your life, Todd. As as I was coming into studio, James Mattern in studio Whoa. once again. Uh, in the interest of full disclosure, as we're taping this, it's the day after a shit show episode,
3: buddy. It was actually a lot of fun to see the cast. I was just telling off the air. I've never in years of doing this show seen where I could tell Ralph wanted to get I away, wanted to strangle someone. It was
1: spectacular. It was like, we have to listen to Shannon. It yeah. was
3: terrific. Oh, my
1: God. it was rough. Oh, my God. Six conversations at once. It was horrible. I hate it. But anyway, we're not here to discuss last yeah. night. Oh, what's that blast. have to do with me, anyway. It has nothing to we do with We could have it. used yes.
3: you, Todd. Your, your calming energy would have taken control. Yeah, that's
1: true. That, Take that, control, Todd. I think it would have gotten swallowed up in the in the chaos. Well, yeah. hey, tell me about your career. Yeah, it's just crazy. But anyway, as we walked in together, yes. me, me and Todd, or and Todd and I, me and Todd, Todd and I. Todd and I worked in together. And um, I realized you were in the studios like six years ago, right?
2: Yeah. I did um, a very good podcast, the UK podcast called Off Menu mm-hmm. with uh, James A. Acaster and Ed Gamble.
1: Did and you... the concept of is?
2: Oh, it, you just talk about your dream meal. Like you'd say your appetizer, pretty pretty nice. drink, your side dish, your main course. Mm-hmm. And they're really funny, and it was really fun.
1: I will say this, by the way. The word off, when you say that, it's one of the few, uh, they call it uh, such a boring, stupid thing, but it's an antronym, which it means itself and the opposite of itself. Because if you order off the menu, it means you're ordering right off the menu. But if you're ordering off the menu, it means you're ordering something that's not on the menu. Ah. So it means the opposite and itself. Wow. the a few words like that in the English language.
3: What's that called again?
1: An antronym. Let's like antronym. do this for 50 minutes.
3: We'll yeah, do it you know, I'm here to educate. And let's make it funny like the British people in that yeah. podcast. <laughs> so you ordered Chianti.
1: <laughs> Chianti. Is that it? Is that what you call oh, the white wine? Chianti. Chianti. Look, I, t- I make my wine. own rules. That's red wine. I make rules. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. You seem to be somewhat of a food person, by the way.
2: I'm a food person, but I'm also like a pain in the ass picky person. But
1: I also heard you say that you like garbage food like chicken fingers and shit. So yeah, that's not a pain yeah, in the that's, ass. That's
2: a famous quote of mine that I like yeah. chicken fingers. Uh, yeah, yes. I like chicken fingers. Like, Yeah, I don't eat sophisticated food very often. Yeah, because
1: that's why I said food person, not foodie. Foodie oh, okay, no, it's foodie, like, like okay. a little fancier. I got it. I swear yeah. I
3: only see you eating soup at the cellar. Soup. I think you only eat soup. I hardly ever eat that. Soup. I feel in my mind that's the, maybe the first well, you're impression. Me I with saw who eats, eats like I soup. thought I've soup seen. is really good there though. But well, I, oh, look at that. Oh, by the way, Someone's
1: I feel like good. I didn't give you a proper intro. Okay, so uh, actor, <laughs> actor, author, drummer, been good in drummer. dozens of movies and TV shows. Cat owner. He loves cats. And a new comedy special on YouTube called Domestic Shorthair, named after. His cat, I would assume. On some level, yeah. Some level. So uh, it is Todd Barry. Thank you so much for coming. Thank on you show. for having me. Um, and I want to say two things I found out in my little search about Todd Barry. We both don't give a fuck about sports.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, no,
1: I don't for the most part. For the most part. And we both have a washer-dryer in unit, which is very uh, not rare Not anymore so for me. Oh, that's too bad. Why is that? You moved?
2: I moved. And then <laughs> uh, I'm going to move again. Which... You're moving again, Todd? Yeah, I hate moving. It's just... I have this. This is boring. But I have this apartment that's got this second floor, like loft. It's a gorgeous apartment on some level, but it's got this second floor lofted bedroom. Mm-hmm. But there's beams, so you have to walk around and oh, keep ducking. God. You can't even just stand comfortably in your own bedroom. So, oh, that's brutal. Yeah, I have a Are lady just,
3: friend who has something like that, and I might or might not have knocked my head a couple
1: times. Oh, and then, yeah. It's, it's Are you staying order. in New York City? Yeah, I'm, in in the, in this area, like you're in downtown. Yeah, downtown. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I, you and I are, are somewhat close. You an uh, age, you were born in the Bronx, moved to Florida five, but do you feel? Huh, eight. eight. Sorry, do you feel like more of a kinship to New York, or do you feel like you're really a Floridian when you? Because you did your most of your, you know, important life Formative lessons.
2: Years. Um, I mean, Florida definitely has a stranglehold on me on some level, but I, I mean, it's. <laughs> it's uh, that's the dramatic way to put it. I didn't e- expect that at all. Yeah, it's uh it's an, a big part of my life, but I mean technically I've been in New York more at this I, point. Yeah, yeah, much longer than I have Or Yeah, much longer than I've been in New York Because I've been the, in Florida. The,
1: at this point you you first you're going to be 60 this year, I think, right? <sighs> I think that's right. Yeah, that, that is response. right. That is right. And you've been March doing 26. stand up for 30 something years, 35 36, 36 years. Yeah. Was there ever a time in your Thirty-six year history, because uh-huh. the quote that I like from you was like you've always been about to make it big, right? Yeah. Was there ever a time where you quit and walked away, even if it was for a day, or you never quit the idea of being a comedian?
2: I mean, I never actually quit. I've taken time off for various right, but that's different. But For the most
1: part, I pretty nonstop. You never said fuck this anymore.
2: I, I, rather than saying fuck this, I did. It did take me a while to say that I'm, oh, shit, looks like I am being a comedian, because I never wanted to be a comedian. Right. Well, you said from... <laughs> right, I didn't yeah. know
3: that. Would you want to be a
1: lumberjack? A, i to tree tree. You wanted to be a, a teacher for a bit,
2: right? Well, I didn't want to be a teacher, huh. that's for sure. But Let us just guess for 50
0: uh, He was a clerk
1: oh, in a video store, I know that. A, a VD
3: clinic. VD clinic. Oh, yeah, you? was oh, like wait, a hold on. job. I had no idea. I've known you for years, Todd. Well, a VD, VD not, clinic.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's old news. In between eating soup at the cellar, why don't you bring up that you worked at a VD clinic? Instead of... In between my nonstop, only ordering soup. Only soup. Um, <laughs> it was like a temp job. They, I don't know, Did they even have temp agencies anymore?
1: I went to one when I was about 25, so that's the last time I've and heard they, of that. That was
2: the job they threw me, which was kind of admitting people at the uh, VD clinic. <laughs>
3: Are you hesitant when they give you, so you need work at this point, but they go, we got something. You probably get it light up because you want to eat and pay rent, and then they say a VD clinic.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it's pretty, I mean, take the VD out of it, and it's pretty easy,
1: boring Job. Do you feel that you worked there long enough? We could look at someone and go positive.
2: Well, actually, there was a guy who came in who I I, I knew slightly from college. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't remember his name or anything, which of course I wouldn't say if I remembered his name. No, but, but this is decades fun. ago. But it was like, oh man. But it was just it was a weird all walks of life walking. through. And when he walked in, you're like,
1: oh yeah, his, like his peepee's and is stinging. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Just like, it's just yeah.
1: When I was about uh, 23, I was driving through the Battery Tunnel. And a kid I went to high school with was collecting tolls. And he was so mortified that he saw me that he told me that he was working undercover for the government. <laughs> and he's just there to make sure that I don't even know what the fuck. That's like, how hated that job is. Is he still alive? I haven't spoken to Because you me. know what he happens to those guys. He's still alive. though. We're friends on Facebook. They are so depressed they kill themselves. Right. Well, I was... Speaking, by the way, killing themselves. Well, not killing themselves, but when Merv Griffin died... That's what made him want to get into comedy full-time. Am I right with that? that was when Merv Griffin died? Yeah, he said, Merv Griffin dying inspired you to stop teaching and focus on comedy.
2: Um, that's not the way I would ever put it. I don't know where you – you probably dug that up from somewhere. Who, I did dig that up. Some sloppy, uh, lazy journalist or journalist who wrote it in a way that I don't agree with. Okay, fair I enough. I mean, I used to watch the Merv Griffin show and watch – but I can't say Merv Griffin's death. I would never oh, say yeah. that. I will say well, it this was Todd. a quote, by the
1: way. I was pulled from that article. Yeah,
2: well, then it then that's bad journalism. Okay, fair well, enough.
3: Always print the legend, though. Todd, that's f- hilarious, though. If that's, true. I mean, it's not true, but
2: I mean, go with. No, that. I used to watch. What, I, mean, what I have Murph said Griffin in many nine? interviews is that I used to watch comics, newer comics, like on Merv Griffin and mm-hmm. Carson, and the Mike Douglas show, the Great and, Mike Douglas show. So you see, I saw people like Letterman before they had any TV show, and they right. were just comics. That's great. Yeah. So, but that I, that's the my connection to Murph Griffin. I certainly didn't say anything. <laughs> like, uh,
1: but your connection to Letterman that I saw, that it's mentioned in your book, but it's also so great that it exists online, Yeah, is your call at 18.
2: Yeah, he. Um, I wrote a letter to... You know about this, James?
1: I don't.
0: How this, do you not know this? My, I, we don't talk it's, Another way, This I was is my wondering pinned
1: tweet. Is it talked about a lot? Because I, I lived to a bunch of interviews you've never heard it come up once, and then I found it. I was like, oh my God, how did I not know this? Yeah, it's talked about quite a bit, but I mean, mm. I could still go into Please it. Please do. Yeah, um,
2: I... <laughs> Letterman used to have the show, the late show when it was 1230 show, and he had this segment called Viewer Mail. And when I was 18, which is now, fuck, four, I can say fuck right? yeah. on, the, on this. Say hey, whatever you want to talk free country. On like over 40 years ago, <laughs> I wrote him a letter saying, yeah, I just kind of want, I was trying to think an angle of way to get on TV, so I said I, I do a Paul Schaefer impression, which I didn't really do that you was know, per obvious, se, but so I wrote him a letter and I said, hey. You know, fly me to New York and I'll do the, the impression in person or call me. And they called me. And I was on the air at uh, age 18 and I was kind of a wise-ass to him. And I was kind of like, I kind of can't believe how I was kind of pretty uh, ballsy.
1: Did you have any idea that they were going to call you?
2: Yeah, the, a producer called me. Oh, he did? Yeah, because
1: okay. that would have been awkward if they just called and I wasn't Well, just because you sounded so, uh, maybe you're acting, but like that you were, didn't realize it was really him.
2: No, I, I I knew he was going to call Go They called. They said, this producer called me and said, hey, this, and I even remember her name, but she said, we want to do this segment. And then afterwards, like a couple of days later, next day, they said, you know, we ran out of time. We're not going to do this. And then I, like my parents took me to TGI Fridays to cheer me up. <laughs> oh, no. And then, well, this is, what, this is Broward County, Florida. I mean, that is a Florida che- move. That's a cheer up. That's how you cheer up. And then uh, I guess a few days after that, they called me and said, yeah, we're going to do this. And just That's be, really be cool. by the phone and I was you know I'd never talked to him before done the show eight times barely talked to him since then <laughs> but, uh, <coughs> but yeah so I ended up, ended up doing stand up like eight times after not That's like eight you, yeah, exactly you've been on after.
1: all of them right you did Conan you did uh, Colbert you I've did I've never Seth been Meyer. on The Tonight Show I, I think oh. I'm going to try to do that of any incarnations
2: no isn't that weird and maybe it's not weird. Those maybe because they read that quote and, that you were Merv Griffin. Guy. Yeah, you, didn't, you, you there there there, was that you're rivalry from Merv like, Griffin's death. That's uh, why yeah. he, he kills talk show hosts. Die after they, talk, yeah. after Todd likes.
1: <laughs> and he also though, he, which was cool, he mentioned you again because you tried again.
2: Oh yeah, then I wrote back again a couple years later for like an anniversary of my appearance, and, he read, and he, said, he read the letter and just he like, you read the letter. Yeah, yeah, read the letter out loud. But this is both of them are on online. If you look up eighteen year old Todd Berry on, or go to my pinned tweet.
1: Well, fancy! I hate. I tried Leaning to get on, too, but around the same time. Yeah. Well, I'm a, a little younger. Yeah, so I was, like, 15 when I did. So I'm, I think I'm, I'm 50, 54, so you're 59. A little different. But um, there, when I was uh, in Albany, there were two stores next to each other. And they used to put up, like, show funny pictures once in a while. That was, like, one of their bits, too, uh-huh. right? And the Associated Jewish Press, which is a newspaper out right there, was next to uh, a tile store called the Gentile. So no, Gentile next to Jewish press, I uh, thought was funny. Yeah, it was funny. And I took the picture and sent it in, but it never made it on the air. So I, I love I that the AP was also the AJP. Yeah, the AJP. That's what the, the associated Press. Yeah, it was. That was it. Could I just say you calling
3: back in or writing well, back, riding back, back, riding back in, right? in to try and get plugged in? For your anyway. anniversary is the most Todd Berry thing I've ever yeah, heard from you. it's like,
2: let's try again. That's,
3: hey, guys, let's celebrate my one year. Yeah. It's so perfect for you. I can't wait to hear you after you watch it. So Let's put even... it on right now. I don't care. <coughs> Let's go. That's, that's, that's... I'll watch, oh my God, in between soup tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to sit right next <laughs> to him and blast to. it. Never
1: eat soup or always eat soup. I'm ordering right? soup if, for you. If you're you. ordering soup, what is your favorite go-to soup?
3: You're going to, jo- here's the thing. I know this is a, Shannon will test this. There's no way my answer, no matter, even if it's Ralph's favorite, he's going to shit on it and I hate it. So. Like, I, I like a good matzo ball. I like a good chicken, just boring. And then once a great moon, you like this combo? You're ready. It's undeniable. Grilled cheese, tomato. Let's oh, fucking dance.
1: Those fucking solid ones. What right about on? a nice pho? Oh,
3: well, no. Uh, now, to me, pho's its own thing. I eat yeah, that well, four times just... a week.
2: Oh, so you get it from across the street there? No,
3: I never go there. I go really good. I go by my place. I break my fast around five or six. I eat that shit after a workout, and I start just punching strangers.
2: That place across from the cellar is really good. It's, it's been a while. Track, yeah. It seems like it's always closed. It's
1: always right. crowded. It's always crowded or closed. Seven we're done. There's a sandwich shop up the block that does a sandwich that tastes like pho, and it's called Real. And it's pretty fucking good. Really? Pretty fucking good. I didn't even do that on purpose. How about that? I hope this is I almost true. did a spit take right. with hot coffee. That's hilarious. November 1st, 1987, you remember it. It's the first time you did a stand-up comedy stand-up at Open Mic and Coconuts. But you said somewhere that your first bit was somehow combining McDonald's and Circumcision.
2: Yeah, that was one of my two subject matters That's that I covered one. on my first five minutes. Uh, revolutionary stuff. <laughs> but I will say, I mean, I've talked about this a million times, but I'll talk about it more. The um the open mic thing situation in nineteen eighty seven in Florida was pretty good. Like you could call up and say, I want to try comedy tomorrow and they might be able to get you on the next day. And they used to have the for the most part they had the uh open mics during one of the like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, but the headliner was still there. So it'd be mm-hmm. a headliner show for a nineteen eighty seven comedy boom crowd with it was like, We just go see comedy
1: whoever we don't even know even other people. So
2: it was like a pumped crowd, and I got to do my first five minutes to a pumped crowd, and it went very well.
1: So I don't think that's a thing anymore, right? Like now, if there's comedian, if there's an audience, yeah, it's usually papered with free. Come see this, then they lie. Who's going to be there in the '80s? Everyone just wanted to go see comedy shows.
2: Yeah, I mean, there was a time in the, the boom in the, in Florida, you could work for two months just in Florida and be right. unknown and make it money. It is wild. I course. mean, there's a boom now, guys. Yeah, there is kind of a book.
3: I mean, I, was, I just stopped by the cellar because I went and saw a movie at IFC, and I walked over and hung out with a couple of the servers. They get phone calls. This person was furious that everything was sold out next week without the schedule the, for mm-hmm. being out. And he was like, people don't know the comics. He's like, they just know it's going to be good.
1: You like, think TikTok has a lot to do with that? Maybe, but I
3: mean, it's like people do like to go see comedy, and if they trust a club— maybe yeah like gotham on the weekends is always sold out sellers always sold out new york's pretty close it just people trust they like in a city like new york now other places i don't know but it's you know
1: because what I think you do now, and I might again because I was wrong once already. You, hey man, let your let that go, man. I'm not like <laughs> he is so over good,
2: that. Todd. You weren't wrong. You, I think the person
1: who the wrote, wrote that was wrong, was, and yeah. you just read
3: what he, they wrote. But, he gets information that no one else does. So this I thought is I was all excited about yeah.
1: the uh, Letterman phone call, but then I realized it was from your YouTube channel. So I was like, oh, he's probably well aware that this exists. So that doesn't <laughs> yeah, really matter. <laughs> yeah, but which is smart because like Jay goes out on the road and he'll do six shows at. McGoobies, which I think you mentioned last night, right? M-goobies. But nowadays, you just do like more often than not, like one show at a larger theater, lower ticket price, more seats, make more money. Um, Some of that is accurate.
2: They, <laughs> I'll take it. I mean, it's not necessarily bigger. Usually, sometimes it's like a 200, 300 seat club. Mm-hmm. But I just did like Asheville and I played a rock club and we got 400 people, which is a lot for me. Orange Peel? Yeah. Great venue. Really nice venue. And, Great um, people. And um, yeah, I, I kind of like doing that. Because I feel like some of these places, I mean, I just don't need to, do, I just don't want to do. There's certain comedy club grind that I don't like, which is the amount of shows. Right. And I don't, the thing I really don't like is the forced press where they go, here's where you're,
1: here's oh, your, yeah. like six in you, the morning on a, where, on a morning show or whatever. I just, yeah.
2: to me, that's the thing. Like I got into this to do what I want to do, not mm-hmm. to have to for you force an interview on me. Right, I get it. But, and also, a lot of those interviews, I don't think they do shit. All they do is make you tired. Some of them are fine, but uh, quite often it's just like, hey, call this country music station. They don't know who you are. They're not going to find out who you are. They're going to insult <laughs> They're you. They're not going to find
0: out who you are. That's so not true.
2: I mean, it's true. And yeah. then it's kind of like, hey. they just expect you to be off and running. Right. Like, I'm
1: just not that type But let of person, me ask as you, ask you're see. both working comedians that do this often, have you ever found that those do turn into ticket sales or they never turn into ticket sales?
2: I mean, I've checked, but I mean, one thing that I think did help me was I did Stern years ago, and, yeah. and I had people, I think, yeah, from that. Gone. But I think either you have to do it a lot on the same station and get a, like, oh, this, this is a like a, a, a that recurring stage, right? thing, recurring character. But I, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just not great on radio or maybe, I just can't picture, like, someone going... At six in the morning, hey, we should go see this guy. He's and it's
1: usually that night anyway, right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. probably have plans that night. Yeah, and, and uh,
2: yeah, so I mean, I just and sometimes they they surprise me. I've done like sports shows where the guy's a total comedy geek mm-hmm. and just is a great interview. And like, I don't know shit about sports, but he doesn't even force me to talk about sports. It's but, odd that
1: you'd even be booked on a sports show.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I I always kind of try to find out if they they know who I am. Yeah, but sports shows are just
3: more dude shows. Yeah. that's what they are.
1: They, there's some sports shows that barely talk sports. All right. Before we go any further, the only place you go if you're looking to stock up on Kratom is YoKratom.com. And the only way to buy that Kratom is in $60 kilo format. High quality curated Kratom, super fast shipping, and multiple unique combinations and strains available only at YoKratom.com. They've been sponsoring this show, I think, for four years now. They sponsor a bunch of gas digital stuff. So support the sponsors that support the shows that you love. If you use Kratom, there's nowhere else to go. But YoKratom.com, home of the $60 kilo. Let's get back into it. So you mentioned uh, you played a rock club, but you do have a lot of ties to rock because... You were in a band that listened to the song "For You." Oh my God! Right, which is your first band that got signed with How one you, album. Where'd you even
2: find that? Uh, don't worry about that, that. Is God that three sheets the wind with
1: the album? Right. So I listened yeah. to that a little bit, but also Die Trying, Cuttlefish, were other bands oh you're in. Right. You guys did your homework. So, He's my, back,
3: huh? Mike, I'm
1: back in. When when my uh, my question is, that band got signed. Right? So there I mean, was some sort of deal. It wasn't signed like... Uh, Atlantic Records, like, but it was It was like something. a friend
2: of ours created oh, a label. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Is that it was, album that No, it wasn't, it wasn't like, you know, Columbia Records. Right? Okay, fair <laughs> enough. We weren't flown to the Capitol Records building <laughs> in L.A. And...
1: But at some point, you had to make the decision, because you still played, at least, you were in a, uh, was it a Billy Joel cover band not that long ago either? Yeah, we did one song. What song? A Matter of Trust, and the I band know. was
2: called A Matter of Trust.
1: Oh, put a lot but, of time into that. But, uh,
2: yeah. I mean, it, it was kind of fun. That was really fun.
1: So I was there's, there about that but the there's a,
2: a love for. Performing. Yeah, I'm not a particularly good musician at all, and uh, as I watch drummers, I really realize that because they like there's some so I can, I couldn't even begin to do what they do.
1: So was it the, the more the desire of comedy or that you realized you're better, or you're never going to be a be- great drummer like that made you switch?
2: Uh, that's a, it might have. T- Without me thinking about it that way, maybe I just that is the conclusion I silently drew, or mm-hmm. came to. But yeah, because I, I didn't really like. I would never go into the rehearsal studio and just practice my drums for four hours or anything mm-hmm.
1: the way I imagine good drummers do. Yeah, because James, you're you also perform musically. Yeah, yeah not not well. I, I faked it really good on this show once,
3: <laughs> and God bless you, Ralph. You make it sound like I'm Steve now, and it, it makes was me great. F- very happy. Uh, when I found out do you remember when I found out you are a drummer it was I drove Todd more crazy than I usually do I spent like the, that whole first weekend just naming drummers and seeing if he's
1: okay and then it went to bands because I
3: feel like Todd is kind of and I'm snobby Todd's particular well, in he's uh, of and what age. he likes
1: he's of the age of where punk rock was really the thing sure
3: right That's the, and indie rock right and that's more you so than my age with, that was yes. his
1: age that's the difference in our
3: so I just started naming every band as, they're okay they're alright and what about Tom Petty and I think Tom Petty's one who's like he's fine our, no I love our, Tom Petty no but yeah but I think at that point is when you go so we're just gonna keep doing this all night and yeah. I'm like
1: alright man enjoy your soup he, he needs, also said he got in a fight with Dave Matthews about Dave Matthews John Stewart in a car ride once too so who was pro Dave Matthews a day, a it John wasn't Stewart. a fight. I mean,
2: it was good for I you. I it wasn't time. considered a fight. A disagreement. I can't
1: stand.
2: He just wanted to hear this song, and I changed it and didn't realize how much he wanted to hear it. People love Dave Matthews. But but I just I, think he I, does no. Onomatopoeia.
3: Beep, pop, pop. booty, beep. That's pretty
1: good. <laughs> That's his first single. Tell me I'm wrong, Shannon. That was Ants Marching or whatever that shit is. So, you, one of the movies that I think, because so many things you've been in, you were. You know, in uh, Flight of the Concords first season, which was great. One right? episode. One episode. Right. The rival band. But you also were in a great scene of Sex in the City where you never met the cast, but I watched the scene. Yeah. Right? So, there's a, then, of course, Pootie Tang, which is yeah. one of the wildest movies i ever saw in my life. I saw it four times in a the theater. I loved it. I was uh, so confused, I but loved it. I saw it in the theater, too. I was probably...
3: One-fiftieth of the fuck. One-sixtieth of the goddamn yeah. goddamn yeah. I loved it
1: because I didn't understand so what the of fuck control. I was watching in the beginning. It's so out of control. I love it. And then, obviously, uh, The Wrestler and yeah. a lot of big movies and stuff, too. What do you get recognized for the most, do you think? I and mean, not mention Bob Burgers, Dr. Katz, Aqua Teen, Hunger Force. The, I mean, there's a ton. But what do people say, oh, aren't you the guy from? Um,
2: I a lot of times when I do get recognized, which is... Not like necessarily every day, but it can be. It could be a few times a week. Mm-hmm. It, they don't even tell me, you know, and I just go, oh, you're, "Hey, Tiber, you're funny, man." And then I don't
1: go, "How do you? Oh, how do you know me? <laughs> right now?" But yeah, but <laughs> if they're quoting me, something, maybe uh, that yeah, would be yeah. It.
2: yeah, I know. I wasn't making fun of you. I'm just saying, um, maybe, maybe Flight of the Concords.
1: All right. It's a good episode. Love, I just love I was in that, that episode show. A so lot. I think people watch. I still watch those episodes. So. Yeah. I saw them live twice too. I, I love I would love I would love to.
3: What's the name of the band? The rival band? The Crazy Dogs. Crazy, crazy Dogs. dogs. Yeah.
1: But Yo, we should reform the Crazy Dogs, That's Cool. Yeah, man. You got to start practicing five they, times 5 way, hours a day now, thought. When we had Richard Kind on, I found these like weird short independent films from when he was a kid and watched them. The two that I could not find from you that I know exist is Caesar Salad and Borrowing Saffron. Oh. Yeah, I tried I, to find them. They Borrowing don't Saffron's exist anymore. A film that
2: I directed and wrote and Lost. What I, happened, I Todd? Oh, it doesn't exist. I have like a terrible VHS copy of it, but I, oh, okay. I would—it's not something I'd be like. You got to. Watch. I wouldn't. I'd be quiet about it. just kind of like. <laughs> I just took a stab in the dark there.
1: And then Caesar Salad was starring Louis C.K. Right? Like yeah, 9, that's one of his movies. You can maybe get that on. His I couldn't site. find any of it. Not even on his site. No. Maybe I have to his buy site. it. I'd have to pay for it, probably. Yeah, yeah. Right, I couldn't find. But,
2: it But yeah, I don't think it's. I don't. I don't know if it's posted anywhere.
1: And then also uh, a great episode of Comedian Cards getting coffee, which is great that yeah. that happened as well. Were you friends with Jerry, or did he just ask you to do it? It was very. Str- I mean, I see someone I've always
2: known, like to say hi to if I run cross paths with them, but I've never like hung out with them by any stretch mm-hmm. but just say hey Todd how's it going that kind of thing every once a year twice a year run into them cross mm-hmm. paths and then I was with uh a girlfriend at the time and I think we were in like a frozen yogurt shop and this number comes through that I didn't recognize and i let it go to voicemail and then I checked it and it was like hey Todd this is Jerry Seinfeld and he left a really funny long kind of minute and a half message mm-hmm. asking me to do the show and he was kind of equated it to like him getting a call from The Tonight Show.
1: But uh, I was just like, I did not see this coming. That's really funny. How many years ago was that?
2: That was maybe seven years ago or something, eight you, years ago.
1: That's pretty, because also you did uh, Louie, you did Master of Nine, you did a lot of, like, iconic shows. Yeah. Surprised you haven't been on Curb yet. Like, it feels like that's part of I what had, would I happen. I auditioned for Curb, and I don't know if you know the way they do auditions for Curb. Uh, although we had uh, Jeff Garland in here and, and Susie and uh, what's his name uh, uh we had one other guy on the, uh, well, Richard Kahn was on and Richard Kahn J.B. Smooth. J.B. Smooth was on J.B. Smoove yeah okay.
2: um, yeah you get to the audition there's no script they hand you a strip of paper that says you're on a plane you got too many drinks and you try to attack the flight or the guy in front of you or something it was something along those lines and then you you walk in this room and then it's like this is Larry David this is Jeff Carlin this is so wild oh, wow!" like they're in a room like, you know, three times, maybe twice the size of this studio. And and he just... it, it and, just and, and then and Larry Davis was just like, thank you. Like, yeah, okay. But actually, I think the guy who got the part... I, this happened, I think, more than once where I go, oh, they should book this guy. And he, I think he got the part. I think Matt McCarthy got this part. Who's great. Yeah, Matt yeah McCarthy's great. great. Yeah, and then it was just like, he, I see him. <laughs> I see him in the role more than I see myself.
3: Do you... Like, you bring up... You go, you go to the audition, you see them... I mean you've been around you've done, I mean the list of everything you've done um you've worked with all these badasses do you get do you ever get like starstruck or nervous around oh, anyone
2: yeah, I, I get nervous I mean this is punk rock but I don't know if I told you the most star, st- star one of the most starstruck moments was I was walking in East Village and uh, saw Joe Strummer oh my goodness walking around with some people and I was just like I'm like Ugh. Just like on, I think it was on Sixth
1: Street. Did you actually. say anything? No, well I You I sure got, it wasn't the mural on seventh Street? <laughs> the mural no, is beautiful.
2: And I was kinda like like frozen a little bit and then we made eye contact and I just nodded at him and he goes, hmm. Hello. Oh, that's cool. And I was like, Oh, that's kinda cool, leave him alone but also I don't know. We know what's going on with this. Hmm. I don't know. I wish I would have. What I'm saying is I wish I would have talked to him and bugged him <laughs> Man. while he's walking with friends.
1: You mentioned that the audition was with uh, being on an airplane, right? Yeah. But you tell a story, which it's a life lesson type of story that I've talked about a lot. Okay. Uh-huh. These, I forgot where you said this, but where a guy behind you was blocking the screen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Uh, with his hands. Right. And you just chose not to say anything. At the end of the flight, you find out. Oh, the dude had a stroke, right? Oh some- my God! Yeah,
2: something was going on
1: with the guy. Like, apparently-
2: <coughs> I mean, I do a great bit about it in my act now, but
1: uh. right. But this was like when you first. <laughs> but the thing, the reason why bad because it, it's it's such a good life lesson. Because I say this all the time to people that you never know, right? The reality of like it just happened to me two days ago. I'm waiting in the, the taxi in front of me, and it's just not moving. The doors open. There's a guy standing there like this, and I'm late for something. And my guy's honking the horn, like, what the fuck is going on? Then a 90-year-old woman gets out of the, the back, right, right. and I feel like an asshole. So in the same respect, thankfully, you didn't say, hey, asshole, move your finger." Although fingers. maybe
2: I would have uh, saved his life. I maybe. Would. But it was, like, yeah, no. it was horrifying, because it was a long flight. But, yeah. Where were you flying to? Either Hawaii or Tokyo. I think oh, Hawaii a, or that's Tokyo. That's It was like a 10-hour, 12-hour
1: one. Right. And you've said this story a lot, but uh, when you did The Wrestler... Mickey Rourke threw something at you, hurt you, then he didn't recognize you at the Venice Film Festival, Damn, right? you got, you got deep cuts, He's like Unbelievable, deep cuts. Todd. But the reason why I bring it up is because it makes me look, I don't know if it makes me look good, but me and Mickey Rourke, we are cousins. Your cousins? we are cousins. We had sex with the same girl. Can't yeah. say the other word. we are cousins. Inuit, Inuit cousins. Inuit cousins. You're not supposed to say that other word anymore. It's like um, offensive.
3: Well, let's see. There used to be a Canadian football league team with that name, and they changed their names. So... They were the Edmonton Eskimos. Okay. They're the Edmonton Elk. I think you should be able to say your Elk brothers then. Elk brothers. Your Elk brothers. I just brothers. still think I go with Wiener cousin. Cousin sounds funny Because Wiener
0: just, who it's wants to word. say
1: Wiener? It's
3: just a good yeah. word. What are you,
1: seven? Oh, my yeah. Wiener tingles, mommy. What do I do with it? <laughs> what? Okay, so anyway, now the, the to go to today, uh, there's the, 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 pod, the, the new comedy special, Domestic Short Hairs on YouTube. Yes. Right? Which I did watch in its entirety. Okay. And what I really enjoyed is, obviously you're a cat lover. Yeah. Right. I'd be like, I Hence I the it. name of the yeah. show and your cat's name. Oh, I have it here. It's like Ma- Micheline. Micheline. Oh, which is what?
2: It's the name she had. I went to the ASPCA to get her, and it's the name that she had. And I was like, I didn't want to be like. It's here's a funny story. I went on Mike Birbiglia's podcast, mm-hmm. and I was saying we were talking about this, and I said, yeah, I didn't want to change your name to like. Doctor Bubbles or anything like that. <laughs>
1: he goes. My
2: cat's name is Mister
1: Mustache. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> and I was like,
2: okay, uh, but that's different.
1: No, but and also people say that Berbiglia sounds a lot like you too. Right? Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. which yeah. I don't. I don't see it.
2: I don't. I don't see or hear it. No, I don't.
3: Todd. I don't know. what I it was. Don't. I don't. I mean, so you, maybe
1: you felt that she was too attached to the name.
2: No, I. I didn't want to change the name, and I like the name. Okay. I thought it was like, oh, that's a pretty name. I never even heard before. I'm just yeah. kind of, and it just. You picture her with the little name tag in the cage and just like it's just like were I, you always a
1: cat that. person or she was the first cat
2: Um I had a cat when I was a child for a while a long time, and then a girlfriend about eight, ten years ago had a cat and she moved in for a while but and I fucking like loved the cat. Jesus
1: That's why I stayed with my last girlfriend for a couple of years extra than we should have because she had two cats that I was in love with, and yeah. I didn't want them to leave the house. Wait, two, two years? A couple years? A couple years. Because of cats. Because of cats. Because of cats. We even had a... Uh, it's a bad relationship. We had something on the fridge that said staying together because of the cats. Like, we both knew this was going on. Wow. This is crazy. I had a girlfriend. It wasn't uh,
3: great, and we had to break up, and I've dreamed... I still get an occasional dream, and I'm allergic to cats, of her cats, oh, and, yeah. not, and never her. Not once has been in my
1: dream but this little okay.
3: fucking white calico
1: who hated me. Is my Colleen, my Is she a domestic shorthair? I believe so. She's a calico. Okay, so I don't even know so, what this one. And, and they're a feisty. Little, they're so, like the little tiger. They looking. got anger. They got a little feist in them. But You just, named your last special after seeing uh, barbecue sauce in, the, in a, yeah, a yeah. grocery store, right? Right, right. Had you never heard of Spicy Honey before?
2: Um, I just remember, I, was, I think it was a Kroger. I wish I remember what city it was in. It was just kind of like walking through the aisles. And I just saw Spicy, and I go, okay, there we go. There's that's my fine. next special. Because normally I'll overthink those things to death. And this one was like, if I do another one, that's what we're this doing. What we
1: call it. And so this one, Domestic Shorthead, my favorite part, because I am a, uh, a product of the late 80s rock music. Uh-huh. So you show a picture with Slash, you show a picture with Lars. Yeah. Uh, those are not punk rock guys, but I guess Guns and Metallica are somewhat more of the angrier rock bands. It's not Poison or... or uh-huh. They listen to uh-huh. punk. They, yeah. they made no
2: bones I about like it. I'm not like this exclusive punk by any stretch.
1: Fair, fair enough. We had Glenn I, I, Matlock sitting right there not that long ago. Really? Yeah. yeah.
2: I think of you more as indie. I think of I'm you more as... more indie, but I also have, like, you know, guilty pleasures that are would surprise Everyone
3: me. does. But I look at you, I think that you know every song by Guided by Voices
2: beginning to end and built the spill. I'm kind of a fraud in that I don't.
3: You don't. What about built a spill? Here, I'm doing
1: it I, again.
2: I've kind of joined the party <laughs> late to built a spill. Like, P.J. Harvey. I know some P.J. Harvey. There we Harvey. go. I rode an elevator with her. In Austin.
3: And she how was that? I
1: wrote an elevator. I wrote. I know you wrote an yeah. elevator.
3: I wouldn't even be able to make eye contact with her. A, yeah, because was, I'd be nervous, uh, and B, I think
1: uh, she hates men.
2: I was a little hoy she gave me a nice smile.
1: Oh, that's a start. That's nice. Apparently, that's what happened. Joe Strummer says hi. Yeah,
2: You're a magnet but
1: to I asked, positivity, I, Todd. I, I, also, thought?
2: I guess I leave people alone now. But I'm, I'm not going like, to get a picture with her while she's on an elevator. It
1: right is now. a weird feeling when you do that to see, like, crazy. this is not going to happen again. So do I be that guy or do I just let it live up here? So I think I you got to let it live. I dude. did this with Ringo. I did that. I, I bet he appreciated back. it. Where was this at? Uh, I was at uh, something like. Uh, I used to work in radio, and oh. we, I think it might have been at Sirius XM. Same thing happened with Thor. Uh, what's his name? Hemsworth. Hemsworth. I, we were the tallest people in the hallway yeah. by like a full foot, and I just wanted this. He gave it to me back. Ringo kind of half assed gave it to me back. But I we, feel like Ringo would take pictures because Ringo knows he's Ringo
3: and that he has to. Be like the fan favorite. Like he has to kiss babies. It was
1: when he was doing, remember he used to do that all-star band oh, CDs? Yeah. Those things, like it was a jam, CDs he would put out, right? Oh, yeah. And uh, I, it was th- during that time. Kept Sheila E. working when Prince yeah, was something. That was I saw a video off. of
2: Paul McCartney walking around New York by himself and like someone sort of following with Look, like, I didn't want to bother him, but you're you A kind of camera in his face. Yeah. And he kind of turns and he just kind of goes, waves it off. But I just couldn't believe like Paul McCartney, I wouldn't fucking walk around by myself no, if I were Paul crazy. McCartney. crazy.
1: That is crazy. Because his fans must be the, the worst. But they're so old now that they probably can't be that threatening. Oh, but there's young I mean, creeps. Just too.
2: imagine him saying, Oh, the Beatles are my favorite. Like, yeah. I've yeah. been hearing that for 70 years. Like, I guess there's worse problems.
1: I, by the way, have one I, bone to pick about domestic short hair. oh. I have two types of rice vinegar in my. In my oh, household. do you really? Holy yeah, shit. I'm a big cook, so. All right. And he says that nobody has rice vinegar. I have well, two different types. Sometimes exaggerate for joking. I purposes. get it. I'm just being an asshole. I never heard answer. of that. That happens in I've our business? <laughs> Speaking of which, do you exaggerate, or is it true that you run away when lightning strikes? Oh, that I am scared of lightning. Okay, so that's not a bit.
2: Yeah, that's that's, tr- that's reality.
1: Now I know how to fuck with you at the table.
2: Yeah, I make some lightning. Yeah, I can. <laughs> that's the good thing about I, that fear, is like no one can really like there,
1: do got, anything about there's
3: it. There's got to be a lightning sound I can do. huh? <laughs>
2: Like, boom! You just flash your... do, your, do,
3: flash. do And also, by
1: the way, one, I think it was Berbiglia said this, that he asked you for advice once on a joke, and you said it was hacky, right? Yeah, I don't remember doing that, but... but then someone else said, um, they were nervous about going on stage, and as you walked by, you said, watch and learn.
2: I mean, I, that's something I would say to a, someone who I knew would...
1: No, you didn't know him. I, was, uh, I forget his name. I just watched both of these, like, this week, so I didn't make notes. I mean, that. if
2: I... It would be someone who I had a friendly (coughs) banter with. I I wasn't, I mean, something obviously as a joke, it works fine as a joke. Right. I know. Just watch and learn. Because
1: you didn't remember uh, the Berbiglia thing at all, though.
2: No. And as I told Berbiglia, if I told you something you did was hacky, and then he told me the thing and it didn't sound hacky. Right. But I said, I also said, I wouldn't say that to someone if I thought they were a hack. I would say that to someone who I thought wasn't a hack and made Mm -hmm. a little hacky mistake.
1: Okay, fair enough. That's yeah, nice. you let hacks be hacks. Yeah. They don't know any better. Yeah. I'm also going to tie the whole airplane thing together again. Please. Ready? Because we would mentioned uh, the curb. We mentioned the the headrest, yeah. right? And then you wrote an article for New York Magazine called Mile High Anxiety. New York Times. N- New York Times, sorry. And then you had a, uh, a sketch called Forgotten Heroes of airplane Airport <laughs> Bathroom Sex that I watched. <laughs> oh my and God. apparently Sarah McLaughlin is a whore, according to that. Sam McLaughlin? Yeah, everyone says that the person that had sex with her was Sarah McLaughlin. Yeah, it's just a crazy. It was a great it's sketch. A, was it a good yeah, sketch? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. 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 Yeah. kind of like
2: at the time, it was kind of funny. But... Yeah, it was good stuff. But uh, it was weird. I might take that down. Though.
1: Really? it yeah. was funny. Yeah, let no, me no. read it first, Todd. No, there was, there was the, the Mile High uh, article and then that, too. Oh, yeah, I'll do them both. I had a crush on Sarah McLaughlin.
3: She was hot. Building a mystery? Could we'll make If it came out right now... She once responded to a tweet of
2: mine. What
3: did she say? She said, stop calling me a whore?
2: No, yeah. no, no. I didn't call her a whore, first of
3: all. Um, <laughs> she, she said, eat less soup. <laughs>
2: no, I was in a backstage uh, in a green room, and there was a giant picture of Sarah McLaughlin. And I said, if I bomb tonight, don't blame it on the size of the Sarah McLaughlin picture. And she just wrote back a smile. And then I said something. She goes, have fun in Toronto. It's a great city or something like that.
1: I got equally excited for a much lesser reason when, uh, what's his name from American Idol? What's the dude that's a rock guy down in great shape? Fuck. Chris Daughtry okay. responded uh-huh. to one of my tweets and made me very excited. Oh, wow.
0: I uh, wouldn't
3: have seen that coming. I know, that Daughtry makes you happy? Yeah, he's so good looking.
1: I ate a sandwich with Ruben Stuttered once. Oh, that's cool. No, not really. I just wanted oh, to say that something. Cool. I just wanted to win this pissing contest. Um, let me ask one of you. you that We're going to just do the first in a couple minutes and wrap this up. But you did a solo vacation to Japan, mm-hmm. right? And apparently you take solo vacations every now and then. Yeah. Is that because you just like to be left alone or because you don't have a girlfriend or, or what? Well, there's been a few reasons that I did it.
2: One, one was trying to avoid, like I was like, I don't want to be like 90 years old and go, here's 65 countries that I have to go to now that I've never good been call. to. So I said, I'm going to fucking just go to places. And then I read like an article. I was always been curious a little bit about Japan. And then I just happened to see a New York Times article said, it's a good solo travel place. Mm-hmm. So I booked that. And it was not even, not even a week that I had to, I had a limited time. And then I went to New Mexico. I, man, that may have been my first one, just because I'd never been there. And I went, to, uh, I went to Mexico while my girlfriend was doing a play in Vancouver before she left me for the lead in the play. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Todd. <side-tied. laughs> and then...
1: Uh, was I, Japan the most
2: recent one? No, Japan was a while ago, maybe okay. 10 years ago, 8 years ago. And my, I went to Miami after a breakup. And New do you Orleans prefer them. solo travel? No, I don't really I, I got to say I do it just cuz it's some it's I I like it on some level but I never have been like I don't I, I'd always rather go with someone who I'm getting along with who I Sure. Um you know yeah, romantically involved with or Exactly. Whatever.
1: I'd rather ha- I I've, I've only taken one or two solo trips in my I don't mind eating out by myself. Love right. eating by myself. Or yeah. seeing a movie by myself. Love it. So I don't have to explain fucking plot lines to anybody, you know. Yeah. But uh makes me sound like a date-only dumb people. Yeah, it also makes you sound borderline-ist. But where did okay. you go on your vacations? Uh, well, one was uh, in uh, the Caribbean, by, uh, but it was Bermuda, right? Okay. And I was going to go with someone. This is during COVID. And the day bef- like, day of, where I'm getting on the plane, we found that we had to fill out forms. She was coming from a different state, so she didn't get to fill out her form. They wouldn't let her on the plane. Wow. And I felt it'd be stupid to just not go. So I went and I had a great time, actually. So was and, she mad that you went without her? We're not speaking anymore. But over uh, that is it. Not like, over that, but it just was it wasn't meant to that's be. That's a tough call. Yeah. Huh? So, but I did. That was the only time I, was, I did the um, helmet dive under the water where you walk on the ocean floor. That was pretty fucking crazy. Oh, I was feeding fish underneath the ocean. It was pretty wild. That wow. was cool. But uh, and then I did one other one in Europe, where I just went to see a couple of countries. Yeah. And I think it's, I think it's fine. I would rather be with somebody, but sure. you know what it is. It is what it is. Hold on, I'm going to call really bad I Let it out. <coughs> Excuse me. I wasn't that bad. You bailed on your podcast a couple years ago. Yeah. Did you hate it?
2: <laughs> I didn't hate it. I just, like, I didn't have, like, what you have here, which is, like, a producer and a video and nice microphones, and I did actually do the last few episodes in a studio, but I just wasn't making any money. And It right, takes a of, while. Yeah. And you just, like, you book someone, it goes well, and you're like, oh, I got to
1: book another one. Right. Because you are doing it all by yourself.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I didn't really have a producer, yeah. But I mean, I know enough people where I could get.
1: Right, I but you obviously don't care enough on. to do it because you am sure you could.
2: I want to do another one because now I, every, I've i been doing a ton of podcasts for the to promote my special, and I'm like, oh, I kind of miss doing a podcast, or I'd like to think of one.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That I also got a little tired. I mean, I had some musicians on mine, but I also got a little tired of like, do we need a, like another comedian talking to a comedian? Although I guess that's what this is going on right now. But, <laughs> yeah. Besides this one, do we need another? Besides this one. But I just was wondering. I don't know. I felt like it's kind of limiting at some point. Like I'm going to run out of guests.
1: Right. Or oh, you make a, a podcast, which if I could go back in time, I would do this. That is not guest dependent. Come up with an idea that doesn't require you doing an interview. Or I
2: mean like that one I mentioned earlier, Off Menu. Like that's a, like a
1: plug-in right.
2: You can get anyone to do that. Right, it's but then hook. you still need a guest. I'm yeah. saying
1: like if I were to do oh, do it over again, go back eight years in time, i figure out a concept where you don't need a guest. Yeah. And then if you build a fan base from that, you record them whenever the fuck you want to record them. Yeah. You know? It makes much more sense. On your website, you have a whole section about receipts.
2: yeah, I haven't updated that. I haven't updated, I haven't updated in a long that.
1: time. But where did you get your meat soup in the East Village? Meat
2: soup, for, I don't
1: remember. Oh, God damn it. Does was, it say? It doesn't say. It oh. just says meat soup And you said Great meat soup in these village I was like I wonder what that is We're in these village I don't remember that
2: But it, it's, it brings us back To the soup thing.
3: Yeah that's why I'm tying it all together It all comes together Todd this, First of all It's one comedian This man is a is a goddamn broadcast journalist This yeah, is This is the new
1: Mike Douglas Right here okay. I try my best <laughs> Yes What are you going to do He's phenomenal Alright Shannon We're going to hit the meat first Meat soup What are we doing now you'll, you'll hear it It'll all make sense
2: Okay
3: This will be terrific
1: The name of the show is the SDR show Sex, Drugs, and Rock and Roll show. Uh, We've asked every guest this since the dawn of time. Feel free to not answer. Okay. But you would be the first to not answer after. Oh, nine is this going to be like a personal question? It's questions about your first time with sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Uh, we start with rock and roll, and we just ask the first concert you ever went to because you, Todd Barry, wanted to I go. Really I'm going to disappoint you in these. That's
2: fine. And I'm probably not going to answer some of them.
1: Some? There's I'll only make three. Up some. Okay. I'll make up some.
2: Uh, uh, first concert. Because you wanted to go. Because I wanted to... Meaning group. like not your parents brought you or your... Right. Old. It could have... Be, I mean, I remember seeing Boston early. Wow. That's a good one. With Sa- I think Sammy Hagar opened.
3: Wow, that's great. I want to go on a time machine right now. I'm that's a good guess.
2: one. Or he maybe he opened for Sticks.
1: That I will not go to. Wait a minute. You're not sure if it was Boston and Sticks, or you weren't sure if it's Boston and Sammy? No, those are separate concerts, oh, okay. but
2: Sammy Hagar was the opener
1: oh. for one of those. I oh, believe. gotcha.
3: If a gun was to my head and they said, answer this correctly or we'll shoot you, did Todd Berig see Sticks live? <laughs> My brains would be on the fucking ground right now. Yeah, I saw Boston, Sticks. Sticks? Yeah. Boston has some respect with punks because that guitar. To- like, Steve Jones of the Sex Pistols, till he's blue in the face, will tell you that he loved that first record. And I it think that a first record. record spectacular. It is a good record. Recorded basically by one guy, and the sound's insane. Yeah. And it's dope.
1: It's, and the and wasn't there, there was like this myth that they had a way to write hits? Do you remember that? That was like a thing... Because third stage was so big. Like a code. That he had some sort of code to writing songs. You don't remember that? That was like a thing when I remember that. When we were. Oh, kids. he was like paint by numbers kind of? Yeah, he was using some sort of mathematical form- yeah. formula. Yeah, I know he was brain- MIT. He was a brainiac. That's yeah. why.
3: Yeah. to. Dude, yeah, I long. love them. And I used to get in fights over it. More than a feeling?
1: Add that to the list of songs that will make me weep nice right song. now. That's a good song. All right, now the first drug you ever did after weed, unless weed was not the first drug you ever did. This, well,
2: this is going to... Th- tylenol. This is going to blow your mind. I've never done any drugs. Yeah. That's not, that doesn't blow my mind. That's okay. fine. Other than alcohol, I've never, which I guess is a drug. It is a drug. So I've it's never, coffee, through, but we, yeah, you know. yeah,
1: yeah, Well, those are the ones
2: I've done. You've never, never even I've came never close. I've never smoked pot. No, no. Oh, that's
1: cool. I was drug-free you for you most either? of my life. Yep. Right. Really disappoints all these crazy <laughs> women I date. But what are you going to I, do? I, yeah. I couldn't care less. And now the first time,
3: <laughs> well, how people react. What's <laughs> your it. drugs, sure. Todd? Well, I started with Tylenol. I moved on to Advil. Were you
2: offered a lot of drugs? I just never wanted to do it, and I, ha- I can't. I haven't been in this situation where people like have a, There's a circle, or I'm like. Come on, man. What are you scared? Like, its it was pretty easy to not right. do them. I can't so imagine I just, people
1: doing that to you. Todd. I was a DJ at Limelight, and every week someone would bring me drugs and yeah. say, dude, come on. And I was like, thanks, man. And i just give it to someone else. Yeah. Smart yeah. move. I never The first time I smoked pot, I only did it maybe three times, four times in my life. I was probably like 25. And I, the only time I've ever done any drugs since then, which I've talked about incessantly on the show, is once a year I've tried a drug once on the show oh, just really? to be funny. Ayahuasca. And, uh Cocaine. Uh, weed, uh, edibles, uh, Molly, and uh, hey, what did you do this year? Yeah. But I, don't, I did them all once and never again. All right, now the first time you had sex,
2: yeah, I mean I, I was uh, was twenty years old. Twenty, okay, it's a little let's older. Legal. Let's call it. Let's uh, call it on that. Okay, <laughs> fair <laughs> in enough. Florida, it could go any direction there. But twenty, it's you think you're either
3: going to go super young or or older? Super. I mean, Florida, uh, nothing shocking with Florida. If someone came in here and said. I fucked the nurse after the Is 20 the super old to
2: start? i 21.
3: We've had older. I 21. Okay. Well, you're a pussy, man. Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm a big pinche puta. We had someone that was like 23 or 24 once. It happens. Right? There's this
3: criminal thing called um, shyness. Yeah,
1: that's fine. It's a lot. All right, so now uh, the special is available on YouTube, Domestic yeah. Short Air. Yeah. You go to at Todd Berry on Instagram, ToddBerry.com. Yeah. Berry he hasn't updated his receipt page no. in quite some time. It's a nice looking website. Though. Meat Soup. It is a nice... And also, by the way, it responds well on mobile which not always does oh websites does it do. okay yeah, So i give you credit on that all right. anything else you want to plug before we do our plugs
2: uh i got yeah you know, i'm on tour i'm doing this thing called the half joking tour where i do the first half is jokes and half second half is crowd work mm-hmm.
1: cool um, i yeah. loved by the way when you did your roast battle cuz you did one with Jessica Kearson. yeah. Jessica used to have a show on the network. She's great. Yeah, she's yeah. great. And you had it was like a two-word response that was so great, which is fair yeah. enough.
2: I remember doing that because Jessica and I were both like, we both didn't want to roast each other. Mm-hmm. We're like, we'll
1: just do this. That's what. Can That's she why yeah, she's great. She's really was cool. The best. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt your plugs.
2: Oh uh, yeah, oh yeah. So that I have tour dates. Just go to dot Com shows. Mm-hmm. When's this going to be on?
1: On uh, I think it's next Saturday. Okay.
2: I have some shows in L. A. Uh, San Diego, San Francisco. I'm going to be going to the Moon Tower Festival. I don't know if that's been that's announced great. yet. Oh, moon Tower.
3: But...
1: Hi, uh, James, your plugs.
3: Yo, dog, jamesmattern.com. The James Mattern on Instagrams and the YouTubes. February 2nd, baby. Groundhog Day. I will be in Nashville, Tennessee with the great Chris DiStefano, a.k.a. Chrissy D. Playing the Ryman Theater. Oh man, you goddamn right to play the Ryman. baby! I'm gonna break lights like Have I'm Johnny fucking Cash. I've been in it, and it's now I get to right? the it made me cry. Then I'm gonna cry on stage. There'll be no jokes. I'll just yeah. be tearing for 15. He was right when he called you a pussy. He's, he's not wrong. February 9th, Reno, Nevada, my home That's state, your hometown. Man. Well, a rival town, but my home, home state. state, Reno, with Chrissy D, playing the Grand Sierra. Casino, so come to that, and then the next day I go to the Super Bowl, dog. What up, be going to the Super Bowl? We're gonna be there that weekend doing shit. Who's we? Me and Chrissy. I'm gonna be hugging some of my. Is heroes. he doing like a gig there? Or? We're, we're,
1: we're, yeah, we're
3: chilling he, out with parties.
1: Oh, that's a that You seem a little fun. evasive with I'm that. Gonna, yeah, I don't know if anything's little announced little yet. Evasive.
3: I might have spoken out of school, but I'm, I'm gonna hug Ronnie Lott. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna shake Ronnie I don't Lott's even hand. Know that is. I can make up shit with you guys. Ronnie Lott was my one of my favorite players. Real quick, he could have got an operation on his finger in the middle of the season. And, but he'd have to miss the rest of the season. He goes, Doc, I can't miss the rest of the season. We're going to the Super Bowl. What's my other option? He said we could amputate part of your finger. He amputated part of his finger, and he played in that game Sunday. He's a fucking. What was warrior. wrong with his
2: finger? That he didn't?
3: got jammed up and oh, shit. Wow. But they so they amp- so he has nine and a half digits before Super Bowl rings. Wow. Winners win. God damn it! About
1: twenty years ago, yeah, I was offered free Super Bowl tickets. Yeah, you. And I said to the guy, you probably want to give it to someone that's going to enjoy it. Like, I don't care. Oh, when it was he, here? No, it was in, when it was in Miami. Oh, baby. And I don't know how many years ago that was, whenever that was. I was like, I'm just not going to enjoy it. Just give it to somebody else. And he thought it was nuts. I
2: would enjoy it. Like, I
3: wouldn't, wouldn't care,
2: but I would enjoy it.
1: I, it just it, seems it, so just long. Like sweet seeds, well, yeah.
3: well, guys like you who aren't like sports dudes, you go with like a lunatic like me or something. You eat food, you drink, you talk
2: a little shit. You'd have fun, like you'd have fun at a game with yeah, me. Tired. I If it, You went yeah. to a
3: Knicks game, yeah.
2: You'd have a good time. <clears> with I want me. someone to take me to like the floor side. All right, well, I don't want
3: that
1: too by, to, like, by, by calling it the, the floor side, side I think they are also did, it was a, is it it just floor seats, right? Court side, court side. side sorry about not floor. The floor side just sounds cool. That sounds like a band. Come to the floor side, right? Shannon, your plugs.
0: You can follow me on Instagram at ShannonLee6982 and listen to my podcast,
1: The Thing Is, ding, we talk about bad dates, fighting, and ghosts. All right, so Easy. don't answer until we all chime in, but there's no question in my mind, does Todd Barry believe in ghosts? A hundred percent no. James? No. Shannon? Just for fun, I'm going to say yes.
2: I don't I don't really think about ghosts. That much. It's, kind of about <laughs> sport. it's kind of the same way I feel about sports. It's just it doesn't something. exist if you don't think about it? Yeah. Is that what all it is?
3: right, you have two options on a Saturday night. You either have... Courtside seats to an NBA or, or game side. or, yeah, <laughs> floor side uh, in a haunted mansion. Someone goes, We have a haunted mansion. You could go into the haunted mansion. I would go to the game. Okay. Well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would go to the game too, just because those are my two options. Yeah, those are those yeah, but are if you bring the right date to a haunted mansion, you're getting laid hard. Uh, follow me over at I am Ralph Sutton. My other podcast is called Good Sugar on Health and Wellness. We have a store on 3rd Avenue and 69th Street, all vegan, no single use plastics. Come down, eat something healthy. Good sugar on Third and 69th Street. And uh, we had a song of the week every week. Why don't we add a Boston song? Which one do you want, Todd? What's that? Not more
2: than a feeling. Uh don't look back. Don't, no, not don't not, oh, something off that first album. <laughs>
3: oh, Peace of, of, of mind. Peace yeah, of
1: mind, That's yeah, a great song. We'll add it to the SDRshow.com slash playlist. And we'll see everyone next time on the SDR Show.
3: Yeah, dog.